What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. In today's world, we're taught that the human body is inherently flawed, but I can tell you right now, it's a fucking lie. It's my goal to show to bring you the people and the information to help you with your nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly capable of. And I almost said the last part, but I didn't. Giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. Oh yeah, fuck it. I'm leaving it in there. I'm leaving it in there. I almost screwed up the intro. I screwed it up the first time and then I was going. I'm like, oh fuck. But you know what? I'm just going to let it roll because I want to show people whenever they listen. Because like social media is so fucking filtered these days. Everything really is. Um, even like when you interact with people in person. They just put on, like if you like really think about this for a second. Uh, people just show you what they want you to see. So everything is filtered. Everything. That's why like real connection is so hard to come by. But anyway, I'm leaving it in. I'm, I'm going live. Fuck it. And, uh, you know, whatever. I am showing you guys that uh, doesn't really matter. Because, I, I, you know, maybe I'll actually hit on this. I, I was thinking about this last night. I was writing today's podcast episodes. Um, and I was like, yo, I never actually talked about why I cut Win the War within out of that. And honestly, I think I'm starting to really think because like I've heard so many people say it. And I, and I really that's where I picked it up from the people I was following at the time the information I was consuming was talking about that all the time. Like you got to win the war. And it's like I think winning the war is bullshit. I really do. It's like, what war are we trying to win? Why are you going to war with yourself? Why don't you cooperate with yourself? Why are you battling yourself? Why are you battling your demons? Why not um, face them, confront them? And then in a way, befriend them. Um, and actually that, that's actually, mm, fuck. I have two really good podcast episodes today, I think. And I had one, I have one, the notes for one up in front of me, but that actually is a really good segue into what I want to talk about. One of the things I want to talk about, um, this is something I've been exploring a lot lately because, you know, the more and more I work with different people, I'm just like, yo, coaching is interesting. Coaching is interesting um, because you have to find a way to transfer your own feelings onto someone. Like for me as a fitness coach, it's like I fucking love training. It's so much fun. I love human movement. I love exploring what my body can do, but not everybody likes that. And finding a way to transfer those feelings to people to feel the same way about it is challenging because not everybody does. Some people just don't care about lifting weights and I get it. So it made me realize that and well, with that being said, like as I've gotten more and more working with more and more people, it's like I have realized the more I've gotten into business and stuff, like I have to mentally coach myself. And I think this is kind of why I think winning the war within is bullshit because like, why are you going to battle yourself? It sounds like you're going to battle some internal demon that realistically could probably work for you, not against you. And then you have to worry about dealing with everything in the external world. So you are internally battling yourself, which is wasting energy. And then you are externally exerting energy to perform everyday tasks. What's the point? It sounds like we are just going in circles and exerting unnecessary energy. Why not face those quote unquote demons and not go to war with them and uh, just use that to drive you further? Um, this is one of the ways I'm going to illustrate this. You know, growing up, I will admit I believed half of the things they push in, on, in society today is that like men need to 
men can't express themselves or they need to push. I don't even know where this shit comes from. I don't know who pushes it, but like you have to like suppress your emotions. Like you can't explain, like guys can't cry and they can't do this and that. And honestly, people saying this stuff, it's the reason why my color, my favorite color is purple. And it's the reason why I want long hair. It's like the reason why I do anything is because I hate being told what to do. I'm a rebel at heart, but that's irrelevant. The point is, I fell into these societal norms as a man. I couldn't do this, that, and like because of that, I didn't explore. I was talking about this to, to with a friend earlier. Um, I didn't explore all my different emotions, like anxiety. It's it's a it's a state of being. It's an emotional state of being, and we don't explore these things, right? So I'm totally getting off on a side or a tangent here, but it's all going to come back. I promise. So. Um, in the last couple of last two years, I'd say I've really been exploring my emotions and you know what triggers them, what doesn't, um, what they're useful for, what they're not, you know. And I've noticed that I've been able to tap into a level of aggression that I never had uh, been able to channel before or hone before. And I think it's because, like, you know, the way I guess masculinity is framed these days, I felt like I couldn't do that. Um, so then I did it in a very unproductive way. I would go and go and go until those feelings surfaced. And then I would act in a way I didn't want to. I would get unnecessarily angry and I could not control it. Whereas instead, I don't battle myself anymore. I don't face my or my bed. I don't go to war with my demons. I understand my aggression, my anger, and I use it when it pops up to channel it into other things instead of wasting it. And what this made me realize is I've done a tremendous amount, see this is all gonna tie back in, of uh, mental coaching. I have mentally coached myself to be able to do this. And I will admit, this is how it started. Uh, about uh, a year, a little over a year ago, I moved out of my apartment. And that last month I lived in my apartment. You know, as I was getting ready to move to a, big, a different state, uh, changing jobs, I went from a job I worked for eight years into something that was completely different. I was a, I was very significant in my the job I had for eight years, and I was going from that to completely irrelevant with like a ten dollar an hour decrease. So what I realized is like. I was getting ready to move. I was like, all of these things were surfacing. I was getting so fucking angry all the time and I didn't know why. So instead of just letting it consume me, what I did was uh, at the time I worked at a warehouse, I went to the to the warehouse. I picked up a couple, pa- a couple of pallets. I brought them back to my apartment and I started fucking breaking them because I was like, I have to do something. I just, I didn't know what else to do. And I didn't want to do it through working out because it was going to leave a bad taste in my mouth to work out. I didn't want to use working out to um, run from my anger. I like using... What I use working out now for is to channel my aggression and use it to better myself. So anyway, long story short, um, that's what I did when I started to notice my – that was the first honest to God time I ever looked myself in the mirror and decided to figure out what the fuck was going on. Why was I so angry? What am I supposed to do about this? And I did. I did something about it, and it led me to a place where now when it surfaces, I'm like, okay, this is normal. And uh, I actually heard this on a podcast the other day, and I even my uh, my friend had it written on his wall in his home gym, and it's uh, the quote is, "This too shall pass," and it's like something's been ingrained in my head since I saw it on his wall back in September, and um, it's the goddamn truth, man. It really is. Like emotions are very temporary, and they can be used to channel into 
more progression and I realize how much I have mentally coached myself. And I, after reflecting on all this, and this is where it'll apply more to your health and fitness journey, I suppose, um, is I was doing this for business, right? And I started to reflect on that the other day. I was like, wow, like I've been like really mentally coaching myself since I decided to quit any job and just do my own thing. And I realized how important that was that it's, it's that I hadn't like gone back to just working nine to five, what felt comfortable, what felt secure. I realized how important it was for me to mentally coach myself to feel comfortable to be able to do any of this, to find a sense of security within myself instead of finding it externally. That makes sense to anybody. So it was really fucking powerful. And then I went back even further. So like five years ago when I started my health and fitness journey, I was like, wow, I did the same fucking thing in the beginning of my health and fitness journey. The same fucking thing. I just never recognized it. I was mentally coaching myself the entire fucking time. You know, there were times I didn't want to go to the gym. I didn't feel like going to the gym, but I went anyway because I made a fucking promise to myself. I made a motherfucking promise to myself and I would be damned if I wasn't going to keep it. And, and it was important to me. Honestly, if I didn't mentally coach myself back then, I wouldn't be here right now. Probably would have fell off. Probably would have fell off. And I'm going to bring this um, this example up in another episode. But th- there's one example that sticks out to me over anything else. And I'm getting the chills thinking about this because I never recognized what I actually did until I actually reflected on this. So about four years ago, about a year into my fitness journey, I was uh, I decided to take a week off from work. You know, The job I used to work, like it used to get under my skin a lot. And I realized now, uh, I realized towards the last year I was there that I was just more me internally rather than the job itself. The job is actually pretty solid. And um, so I took a week off from work. I had the days that I was like, you know, I'm just going to take a week off, relax, whatever. And I spent the entire week getting drunk, uh, playing video games, and watching Netflix. I should, no, actually, I watched, I watched Star Wars. Um, actually, it might have been the first year I watched Star Wars. I'm a little newbie when it comes to Star Wars. Good series, though. Good series. Anyway, that's not the point. The point, my friends, is took a week off. I got drunk the entire time, right? But I had at this point, I had already made the promise to myself. I was going to go to the gym no matter what. I would hit the gym two to three times a week, no matter what. I made that promise to myself because, you know, a year prior, you guys may have heard this story before if you've been listening to the podcast for a little bit. I was drunk again. (laughs) It's amazing how much I used to drink. I don't know how I pulled it off. Anyway, I'm sitting there in the bathroom, just finished going to the bathroom. I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, yo, how the fuck? Because like, you know, I used to feel sorry for myself all the time that I was single. I couldn't find a good girl, this, that, the other thing. And I'm sitting there looking at myself in the mirror. And I'm just like, yo, how the fuck do you ever expect anybody to like or love you if you can't? And then that's what really sparked me to get into fitness. So uh, fast forward the year, you know, um, I made that promise to myself. And by God, somehow I woke up still drunk, those two or three, I forget how many days exactly I went to the gym. However many days it was, I woke up still drunk and I still went to the fucking gym. I still fucking went. Still drunk. I was still intoxicated. Got my ass up, went to the gym anyway. And I fucking kept my promise to myself. And I like I really thought about this because at the time, I used to like beat myself up over it. I'm like, bro, why did you go to the gym drunk? That's so stupid. You shouldn't have been drinking that much. But like I look back on it now and I'm like, The fact that I kept that promise to myself, the fact that I was able to mentally coach myself to get my ass to the gym still drunk and get a a fucking workout in, like that was huge. I would not have seen any kind of results if I didn't do that. Who knows? Maybe I would have fell off after that week if I didn't go to the gym those two or three days still drunk. For real. Like you just don't know. Um, These things are powerful. The, The decisions you make are powerful and 
Um, actually, you know, what? I'm just going to tie both these episodes in together because they really do go hand in hand, these two topics. Um, mentally coaching yourself and the fact that everything you do matters. Every decision you make or do not make matters. The little things that you're doing now will compound and add up in two years. So if you are trying to cultivate a habit with your nutrition to build a good relationship with food and you know not emotionally eat or pig out or um, you know cheat on the weekends, whatever people do, if you're trying to cultivate the habit to not do that, recognize that what you're doing right now matters. So if you're going one day throughout the weekend without having a cheat meal, that matters. If you're doing it once a month, that matters. If you're going one day out of the weekend where you're skipping a workout, that matters. The shit you do now matters. The promises you make to yourself and don't keep or or do keep, they matter. It compounds. It adds up. These habits compound over the course of time and they matter. Like I said, if I didn't go to the gym still drunk those two days, those two or three days, who knows? Maybe I would have gave up. Maybe I would have never continued on my health and fitness journey. Maybe I would have never gotten into fitness as a career. Maybe I'd still be at the same job miserable. Sure, I would have had more money, but I would have been fucking miserable because that's not what I was passionate about. It's not what I wanted to do. I didn't care about any of that shit. It was dumb. But the fact that I was able to mentally coach myself, the fact that I could still mentally coach myself is why I know I'll never fail. Because one, failure is an opportunity to learn. Two, I have my own back. That shit's important. If you can't coach yourself, if you can't hype yourself up, you gotta, you know, that's it. That's the thing right there. You have to be your number one motherfucking hype man. Number one. This is why, like, as a coach, I appreciate that people hire coaches. But, like, if you can't hype yourself up, Somebody else temporarily doing it is just that. It's temporary. What happens when they're not around? It's so short term. You got to hype yourself up. Man, I can't tell you how often, like, I was hyping myself up with this podcast. I got an energy drink to to further hype me, but I haven't even drank it yet because I'm so fucking into this episode. This is awesome. <laughs> um, hold on, read my notes real fast. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, because, like, so... This is actually one thing I want to uh, talk about more with the mental coaching. Um, I think in whatever way, uh, I think it's important for anybody who's looking or who's on their health and fitness journey and you're maybe seeking a, uh, maybe you're new, right? Maybe you're new to the gym. Uh, maybe you're trying to lose weight, something like that, and you need a coach. You're that coach. You have to be that coach. You know, sure, you can seek uh, guidance outside of you. I was having a good discussion with my clients last, two of my clients last night, and um <clears throat> We were talking about, uh, you know, what what are some th- things we can do to help further them get to their goals? You know, there's some things like, you know, I'm a huge advocate of doing mobility work towards the end of the night before bed, stuff like that. Um, I'm just a huge fan of doing mobility work in general, whenever the time is that people decide to do it, but they get home from work, they don't want to do it. I get it. I get it. I, I've been there. I used to work two jobs. I understand getting done a long day of work and not wanting to do anything. I really do. Um, so how, what can we do? What can we do so that we can get you close to your goals? And you can relax at the end of the night. What can we do? And my clients came up with the idea to do more mobility work at work. They have the time. So like, we'll do it. Just give us some stretches, some mobility work, some whatever the case may be. I'm like, fuck yes. Let's go. That's dope. Let's do it. There's always a way around. So, and, and they said that the reason, one of the biggest 
things with with this is like they don't want to have to think about it. They want to know sets, reps, what exercises, how do they do it, where they should feel it, what muscles, etc. I'm like, okay, I'm your guy. Like if you're somebody who's who's new to fitness and you're looking for a coach or you're losing to, trying to look weight but you're struggling, and you're looking for a coach, cool, seek the help. But here's the thing. It's really just to take a lot of the thought process out of it for you. You still have to coach yourself. You still have to mentally coach yourself. That coach that you need is you. An external coach is only going to get you so far. If you can't coach yourself, nobody else can do it for you. I can promise you that because when that person is gone, what do you do? What do you do? Seriously, you got to think about these things. Um, you know, I don't think people should hire, like this goes against what I do, but I don't think people should hire personal trainers or coaches or yoga instructors. I think people should be that for themselves. A hundred percent, they should be that for themselves. But like, I understand I'm also different. I also understand that I wanted this to be my career, you know, but that's the thing. That's why I, I made this my career because there are a lot of dumb motherfuckers out there that are selling stupid programs or training people that don't really know what they're doing and people give them their money they do and they don't help them they end up hurting them and what i'm trying to do is show people how to do it on their own so that they don't have to hire a coach or that and you don't even have to think about it you know what i mean like you you can write a program tweak a couple things every couple weeks and you're good you know, you just do the same mobility routine uh, every so often. You can make it automated without hiring somebody. But, you know, that's just me. That is just me. So, guys, you know, maybe I will do the other episode. I'm like, I'm like speaking this out loud right now. I'm trying to look at my other. Yeah, you know, I will do it. I'm going to do it, guys. So you're going to hear the same story again. But, guys, um, if you guys took any of this episode, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. Uh, share it with a friend on the media that is socialized and I will see you guys in the next episode peace